Welcome, my darling pretties, to our Beyond the Dawn of Business podcast for pretty empowered female entrepreneurs. It's time to step into your power, pretties, lift each other, support the squad, and choose a life filled with the autonomy and freedom to live your dreams. I'm your host, Dawn Beth, owner and founder of Beyond the Dawn Digital Business Brand and Agency. My coffee is hot and my eyelashes are on, so we are ready to go. Hello and welcome to this episode. Today, I thought I would just kind of casually talk to you about my ADHD and my business. ADHD is not one of the things that I talk about very often, like it's not things that I I kind of share on social media very often. I've started sharing more, um, mainly because I've realised that a massive percentage of my client base are ladies that that have very similar behaviours and traits to me. And I'm obviously attracting people who are multi-passionate and do not want to stay in one lane and find it quite boring to just do the one thing and want to understand how we can create structures that allow ourselves the freedoms that we need to be able to function with with a joyful experience of life whilst also having ADHD. Um, and I think I did actually do a podcast on my ADHD once before, um, but I just wanted to bring it back to kind of a more recent understanding. So one of the things that I have noticed with my ADHD is I am just so fantastic at ideas and lots of people come and work with me and ask me for understanding about what they can do in their businesses and they want to talk about ideas and opportunities and all of that stuff is like magic to me it's like chocolate I just love it and I can sit and I can I can what I like to call a a positive spiral that you can have a negative spiral that goes downwards and looks like a hurricane or you can have a positive spiral that goes upwards into the sky and just grows and gets higher and higher and higher and closer to the sun and all of that jazz and I, I do the second I go all the way up into the world of possibilities it's a different dimension if you've never been there you should join me there because it's awesome um, and it's basically where I can just fire hundreds of ideas of what should happen next what we should do and this has happened recently with me and the girls at the studio my team because we were talking about how we could give back this Christmas and we just had a little discussion about what we could do to create um, not just an opportunity for us to personally give back that's really important and that's where the idea started but again that upward spiral but how can we actually benefit the people that we want to support not just give back in like a one singular way but how could we actually do something that might create a another layer of support or may create awareness to something that is bigger than us that requires um, that opportunity. And now we've got such a fantastic, continually growing audience. You know, we're in a really good position to use our voice for good in a way that we never have before. We've got resources that we didn't have before. 
Um, so it just felt really good to us to kind of have that discussion and opportunity to figure out how we can do that. And this is where my ADHD is like an absolute blooming superpower. This is when I've strapped my cape on and I'm flying around. I am at my absolute best because I can just fire out ideas. I can fire out what it is I think would work. We can talk about uh, concept. We can talk about creativity. We can talk about all of the things that I really find truly deeply interesting, like media, like film, like, you know, social, like conversations with real humans, all of these amazing things that just light my fire. Um and that's when I kind of go into amazing, amazing drought. But what's really funny is, and this happens all of the time with me and my team, I cannot accept verbal instruction. I have to record my Zoom meeting so that I can transcribe everything afterwards and I can make sure that I have a written list. Um, but nothing gets past me, which is hilarious, right? Because like, I cannot retain verbal instruction. But that's because... I am looking at your body language or I am listening to the change of tone in your voice or I am recognising how I feel about the thing you just said. So it's not that I'm not noticing. I notice everything. Like I'm so observant. It's ridiculous. But what I take away from the experience is often not that kind of admin task list. It's something completely different. It's something that fits into the box of a person's energy or figuring out their psychology or figuring out my psychology and all of these things that are really, really important but in different ways. And again, you could turn around to me and say, well, Dawny, that's not great. Like, we just had a meeting and you can't find the find the five tasks that was in that meeting. It's not that I can't find them. I can find them. But if I record that meeting and I run it through a transcriber, then the computer does what a standard kind of reflection, note-taking task of that meeting would be, which is the boring bit to me, which is why my brain switches off. And I get to be fully present and fully observant in the meeting in a way that most people are not because they're too busy trying to pick out all of the admin tasks, right? That's a superpower. I find it really, really difficult um, when I speak to people who struggle with their ADHD and find it incredibly difficult for them to function in a way that they want to because I've somehow figured out all of the little nuances maybe not all of them I'm still you know I'm a continual work in progress but a lot of the little nuances I figured out a way around them like I figured out a workaround I figured out an admin task that supports me I figured out a behavior that allows me so that My calendar is relatively flexible, but we have a certain structure that allows for me to have more freedom than you might expect. So I have a certain amount of time to do different things, um, which gives me the chance, as long as I behave myself, and my girls are very good at at making me behave myself these days, I go and I tick off and I eat the frog and I do the stuff I need to do and I get it ticked off, right? And that means that there's a, a number of hours in every single day where I don't have a specific thing that I need to do because the worst thing that you can do to me is give me a back-to-back calendar of telling me what I need to do every single day like from 9am till 10 you're doing this and then from 10 till 11 you're doing this and then from 11 till 11.30 you can have a brew and then from 11.30 to 12.30 you're doing this like 
you can't do that to me. You can do live calls happen on a Tuesday and they're going to happen with within this time so you've got all of tuesday morning but once one o'clock hits you're on live calls for the rest of the day like you can do that that's fine because i have the freedom of the morning to be flexible to lean into my hyper focus whatever that is today um and you know what's really funny is that it's not always business related and that's something that people with adhd often do not talk about they don't talk about the fact that sometimes our hyper-focus takes us in a direction that isn't specifically or isn't immediately obviously good to our business. But I need to tell you, much like when you go on holiday and you start to get ideas about your business because you finally allowed yourself some time to switch off and relax, for somebody with ADHD, having freedom to click on an article about the new Marvel movie or to listen to Taylor Swift's new album or to look at what that actor was called in that film that you loved when you were six years old, right? If you give somebody with ADHD that freedom to go do that, not all the time, structures allow freedom, remember, but sometimes what often happens is it can spark something different. It can spark an idea. Remember that point of genius. It can spark something that wasn't there before that conversation. I had an amazing conversation with my girls today. And one of the things that kind of like came out of it, I was, we were having a conversation that was something and it went off on a tangent and it was a little bit about work, but then it went into like our personal feelings and our emotions And it's that kind of conversation that when I worked in corporate, it would have been shut down because it would have been considered a a distractor, a disruptor. You know, come on, get back to work. You could talk about that all day. We've got things to do type of thing. But we allow it to flow. I mean, we're really good with our efficiency. So we don't dick about. We do often work at the same time as chatting. But when we allow ourselves a little bit of freedom to have that, to, to be able to kind of delve into those rabbit holes, Then I had an idea for a podcast. We were talking about something. I was like, oh, my God, this will be super valuable for my people to hear. Like, this is something that I need to talk about. And that wouldn't have come about for me if I hadn't been able to explore that feeling, had the freedom to to allow myself to, to delve into that focus wherever the focus took me. I have to allow myself. I am like a fluid, flexible thing. I have to allow myself. One of the hardest things for me is the beautiful, sweet, sweet balance of routine that allows me to then have freedom and how I feel in any given moment. Because if you left me to my own devices and allowed me to do what I felt like doing all of the time, I would not be super, super productive or I would be ridiculously productive in one arena so I I can be very good at not taking care of myself when I'm in a a state of hyper focus or I'm feeling really passionate about something then I'm not great for instance at taking care of myself in terms of eating well working out even in terms of hygiene like I have to put a, a reminder on my phone move away from the computer go and take a shower go you know wash your hair go paint your nails whatever but these are things that are incredibly important to me as a person and yet my brain will sometimes it's almost like it turns off a light in one area in order to fully endorse 
that same energy connection somewhere else like the room that's on right now is the kitchen so the bathroom doesn't get a look in or you know whatever the energy that would go towards self-care eating well taking care of myself staying hydrated going out for a walk all that stuff that stuff that is no longer important because we've sent all of the energy to the part that is allowing you to build a website in two hours um, or is allowing you to write a course in a day or is allowing you to create two sales pages for two courses that you thought up whilst you were eating your Cheerios this morning. And that is what being in this industry and having ADHD can often be like. What I like about the, the combination of my business and my ADHD is that I've always allowed myself to be multi-passionate and I've created business models, multiple business models that fit uh, myself but also fit other people in terms of them being multi-passionate in the way that suits them, like very personally. It's like a bespoke situation. And I feel like if I didn't have the ADHD, if I hadn't almost been forced into needing lots of different themes and lots of different areas of interest, and if I wasn't so passionate about so many different areas, I would never have learned that skill for myself, which has allowed me to hone that skill to help other people build it for themselves. Like that just wouldn't exist. It just would not be there. You love listening to podcasts, but have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? Maybe you want to build a brand, grow your business, or are looking for an excuse to talk about your favorite hobby. Whatever your reason for making a podcast, Buzzsprout is the place to start. Since 2009, Buzzsprout has helped over 300,000 people launch their own podcasts. Buzzsprout walks you step-by-step through the whole process and will give you powerful tools to start, grow, and monetize your podcast. Ready to get started? Click the link in the show notes to get our free step-by-step guide to starting your podcast today. I find talking about ADHD both easy and difficult in equal parts. I don't like the idea of it being a negative label. And for some people, it still very much is. Uh, People still feel deep, deep shame around the behaviours that they recognise in themselves. So many do not actually get officially diagnosed um, for lots of lots of different reasons. And you know, I just want you to know if you if you looked at ADHD, like people, that, when we talk about it online, we talk about the things that have happened in our lives, and and you relate, and you're thinking, I don't want to get diagnosed, I don't want to be labelled, I don't want the negative connotation and all of that. Like that's okay. Please just know it doesn't matter if you've been diagnosed or not. Like, I don't want to upset anybody by talking about spectrums of autism or ADHD. I'm not qualified to talk about that stuff. I can only talk about my own personal experience and, and how it benefits um, digital business and, you know, and how I know how to make it benefit business. But the truth be told, you don't you don't need to be diagnosed. Like for you, if you feel like you have something in this arena that relates to you, then you do. You know, welcome to the club. Welcome to the to the love and the support for the people who have similar feelings, regardless of the degree for which you can relate to it. Like, it doesn't matter. I read this article about how, you know, there were some ADHD uh, support groups that weren't allowing people in if they hadn't been 
properly diagnosed. And I just think, unfortunately, it, it, it just cuts off so much support to people. It, I just don't understand if it matters. I knew before I got my diagnosis, I mean... It was wonderful to have it confirmed for me, but that was a personal choice. It doesn't matter for other people if they don't want to have it confirmed. Um, I already knew, like, all of the stuff that was on TikTok and Instagram and Facebook. It was like, oh, my God, that's me. Oh, my goodness, that's me. And you know what's really weird? Like, I spent my entire life feeling a little bit like I just don't quite fit in. Like, I'm just not the easiest person to be around. Like, I'm just not, not socially like it's so strange because I am so good in situations socially when I'm not being my authentic self oh that's a difficult one to admit I don't mean to say that I'm not authentic but I learned at a very very early age that I could adapt my personality never for harm it was never for good it so it was never for evil. It was always for good. It was just always a situation. Adapt your personality to the people before you so that you are easier to be around, so that you are accept- accepted. Like, I obviously realise now that was masking. But until I got my diagnosis, until I looked into this stuff, I didn't know that. But I almost saw it as a superpower. <laughs> like, before I knew what it was, I thought it was a superpower. Because you could stick me in a room with literally any group of people, and I would just fit in. But I didn't actually really fit in. Like, inside, I always felt like the outsider. I never fully felt like I fit in. Friendships my entire life have been quite difficult. They're always for a reason or a season. I have very few people who have actually been in my life for a long period of time. And, you know, this last season of me building up my business and becoming a a successful business owner will have had a massive friendship call again because the the people who are still with me um, after this season of my life will will really be loyal, like, to the highest degree because I've fallen off a cliff. I'm always so busy and I'm just not around. And, you know, those things are just part and parcel of who I am as a person and, and what ADHD is like for me. Now I am able to recognise in myself the behaviours that I've used to mask. I am able to recognise in myself why I have to do things a certain way, why I have to have a continual, like a continual stream of creative pursuits. Um, I have to. I sing and I haven't sang for a very long time, but I I used to sing and make songs in the spare bedroom of our house and I would edit them and put them on SoundCloud and YouTube. Don't go looking for them, please. They are embarrassing. I'm never going to take them down because I stand by them. But oh my gosh, I played some of them for the girls in the studio this week and um, cringeworthy, just totally cringeworthy. Or I need to paint or I need to build a business where I get to design gorgeous freebies, gorgeous websites, gorgeous sales pages, gorgeous social media graphics, gorgeous cover photos, you know, all of these things, newsletters, uh, magazines, the whole shebang, like that's a creative pursuit. So you can understand how this plays to my personal strengths. Uh, Even this podcast, even talking to you and doing something creatively in an audio way, it's the same thing. Like I'm totally feeding my joy. Everything that I do in these arenas is feeding my joy. And that feeding of joy has given me a higher level of 
of kind of happiness. It's given me a higher level of self-awareness. It's given me a higher level of who I am as a person. I feel like in the last five years, I am totally anew. I'm a different woman. I don't even recognize the person that I was like maybe 10, 15 years ago. Like I just don't recognize that girl anymore. Um, And I know this is probably very, very common. I'm sure that as people go through personal development, I'm also a lifetime learner. I am open to new ideas. I, you know, I'm never going to stop that. I do feel like with every season of my life, I become more and more attuned to the possibilities of who I might be and how I can really connect with myself in a deeper way. It's just to make this experience, this experience that we have on Earth, it's just so much more meaningful right now. I had a very surface level understanding of life in general, but also of what I wanted for myself. Like, in fact, as a child and as an early teen, I was probably more in touch with who I am and and who I wanted to be than I was between the ages of maybe 16 through to 32. (laughs) Like... That's such a shame for my 20s, right? It's such a shame for my 20s. Like, I totally derailed myself in terms of allowing myself to acknowledge who I am and what I really want to be. I don't know what happened to me, whether I just accepted the conditioning, whether I just wanted to be accepted. You know, and this the other thing is as well, during that time, I became a wife, I became a mother. Other things kind of had priority other people had priority and these these kind of staples of my life I'm so glad that I have them I wouldn't change a thing but I do feel like as a person I am just totally different and having an understanding of the ADHD has increased my awareness of just how different like I never had to really study like I never really had to um, revise and that sounds so silly and this is also like from a family dynamic I am the baby sister of three girls and my oldest sister is incredibly intelligent but she's a hard worker and nobody would have said that she was like super super like Sheldon intelligent she was just really intelligent she applied herself she worked hard and she is tenacious in in going for it she knows she can achieve it she puts her mind to it and she does it the next sister susan who is my older sister but jillian's little sister she is hyper intelligent like ridiculously effortlessly like house level intelligent right like she she doesn't have to work at it it's just there it's just right there personality wise she's so much more chill <laughs> she's super chill she's like a supercomputer she's like yeah i know i know what it is man let's let's chill <laughs> so she doesn't she just doesn't like need to work hard at anything to understand it it's just there it's just already there i was never categorized as intelligent never 
I was categorised as fun. I was categorised as sweet, as kind, as pretty as a young girl. Like, you know, I was sociable. I could have been very popular, but I wasn't because popular people, well, where I grew up, the popular people weren't even popular. They were, they were usually like the bullies. <laughs> it wasn't, it wasn't the same as it is in the, in the movies and the Americans where they have the really good looking popular chicks. That's not how it was where I grew up. The popular ones were the ones that um, were, not scared of anybody and not scared to, um, you know, give their power to get what they wanted. But with that, nobody ever, nobody ever kind of said to me, well, I know you, Donnie, you're, you're super intelligent, but I am. Even saying it out loud is a little bit difficult, but I am. There are exams that I did at college where I literally walked into the room without opening a textbook. And yes, I may not have got 100%. But I passed. I got into university effortlessly. I got into college effortlessly. There are certain subjects that I don't get. Maths, for instance, is not my strong suit. And I know that's hilarious considering the data scientist in me and the fact that we work out so much maths in terms of our business. Um, but I have found coping mechanisms to understand it when it is of interest to me. So if it's anything to do with money, if it's anything to do with conversion rates, anything to do with audience building, I've got it. But don't ask me, like, times table and basic math stuff because I just don't it's just not there even algorithm algebra <laughs> um, is more interesting to me than your normal basic standard maths I just it, it, it feels beige to me and I, I don't like it but for the subjects that I was interested in and here's the kicker like I, it was effortless absolutely effortless and even things that I don't fully understand I understand are there I had a great conversation um, in our studio with Tasha one of the beautiful girls that works with us in the agency we were talking about communications we were talking about email we were talking about MSN chat rooms then we started talking about Facebook and what was before Facebook there was MySpace and then before MySpace there was um, Face Party and before Pace Party there was Friends Reunited and before Friends Reunited there was email and then back in the day not everybody had a mobile phone you couldn't do emails on your mobile phone you could only send text messages but when I got a mobile phone not everybody had one so I couldn't actually text that many people because they weren't kind of like the thing that everybody had back then and then we started talking about Blockbuster Video and VCRs and cassette tapes and vinyl and fax machines and before I knew it I was telling Tash about the 1800s and smoke signals <laughs> and I basically gave a masterclass in the history of communications and did I know that I knew all of that <laughs> no I didn't know but I was interested in the conversation oh my gosh I feel like such a geek right now I was interested in the conversation I was invested in and you know one of the things I love to do is pass on my learning and you know it was just it was a beautiful thing like I mean at one point we were all howling with laughter because just when they thought I was going to stop talking I went through Morse code and I was like and before that I think at one point I even started talking about carrier pigeons and it was it was just crazy I was talking about communications I was talking about connections like how people used to keep in touch I explained Christmas round robins I went right through the history and is that something that that I knew I knew nah <laughs> I didn't know that I knew that but 
it's in there. And this is like a perfect nugget of ADHD. I can go off on a tangent and I can discuss things and, and I have a higher level of knowledge in the things that have interested in, like I've been interested in in the past. So you can have a conversation with me and if it's a subject that I have never come across before, I will know nothing about it. But if you have a conversation with me and I have previously had some sort of feeling about it or I've enjoyed it, I've been interested in it, history is something that's always interested me then it's going it's going to float my boat i'm going to have retained that information even if i don't know i have it's in there somewhere there's like there's hidden layers of unlocked genius in every adhd person and one of the difficult things is figuring out what you can do to unlock the right box at the right moment so that it actually does what you want it to do, right? Because the distraction of going off tangent can be quite difficult to come back from. And I really do feel like the best thing that you can do is create structures that do allow for freedom. Now, I've been having some secret kind of power hours with ladies who feel that they might be ADHD to support them in figuring out how they can create a structure for them that helps them a little bit. I'm going to admit to you that a couple of the sessions have not ended in structure. A couple of the sessions have ended um, in using more of my positive psychology side of things to actually help those women to unlock all of this shame that they've given themselves about having ADHD and not being able to be typical in the way that they conduct themselves in their business. Either way, both both ways, the ladies that I've worked with have gone away and had really fantastic results. It's not something that I've kind of openly put out there. But if you are struggling with this element, and even if you just want to chat to me as a friend, my DMs are always open. I'm more than happy to chat about it in my free group. Um, I do think it's important that if you're trying to build a business and you, you consider yourself to have this, um, you know, almost symptomatic situation where where right now you might be perceiving it as a flaw it almost certainly will not be a flaw it will definitely definitely be just something that needs a little bit of, of, of redirection and support there is a way to build the structure so that it works for you so you can allow for your natural instincts and what feels good to you and intuitive for you to still be visibly present and for you to be able to have a really productive business and work as well and also for you to feel good about it I, I really struggle with the negative bias online and I don't this is I'm going to say this out and out for the people who have come to me and asked me Dawny can I have a session with you please can you help me I'm always going to help you but do I think you need help because you have ADHD? No. No, I do not. I don't think it's a good marketing tool. I don't think you should go out there and find yourself an ADHD coach just because you have ADHD. I actually have some very strong feelings about it. But if you want to speak to somebody and you feel like, actually, I know her, I feel comfortable with her, I'll ask for a bit of free advice, that's totally cool, drop in my DMs. If you want a more structured session that gives you something different, then you can always come and have a power hour with me or whatever. That's cool. But if you're sat there thinking, no, nah, actually, I do have ADHD or I recognize ADHD behaviors within me, but I'm good. Like, I don't think I need that. 
Um, unless I'm, you know, being constantly told by the media that I do because there's an ADHD coach now and I have ADHD, so surely I must, you know, run and do that. That's not how this works. Like if I didn't have an ADHD coach to get to where I got to today, there are multiple, just look it up, multiple entrepreneurs that are successful that did not have that resource unless you want it then don't feel like you have to buy into ADHD marketing, I guess is what I'm politely trying to say. Like, give yourself the opportunity to relate to somebody based on a related topic, but don't feel forced into something just because an identifier within you has been used. It's really important because I I just I feel like if you feel like you're good, you know yourself better than anyone. You need to just give yourself permission to know that you're good, okay? And that that's okay. And that if you want support in any way in the future, there'll be somebody out there that you can research and look up and, and get that support from. And that doesn't matter about your ADHD specifically, like just generally in business. You just don't have to do it. If you're good, you're good. It's great to have a coach. General coaches are fabulous, don't feel like you have to go down that route just because you display these behaviours or you've got that diagnosis. And just please remember that if you're feeling any shame about the behaviours that you display, or even if you don't have ADHD and you've listened to this podcast today and you're like, wow, that's, that's interesting, just know that a lot of the people that are doing wonderful things in the world would not be doing those things if they didn't have a spicy brain they just wouldn't like the hyper focus in the right hands under the right circumstances with a little bit of of uh, you know control that you can create yourself um it's wonderful it's absolutely wonderful and being multi-passionate and being you know not not sticking to one idea we're not sticklers we're always going to move with the times and you know I don't want to get too deep into the possibilities, but um, you you never know what will come out in history. Maybe ADHD is part of an evolution. You just never know, you know. Maybe as things move faster, as the world changes faster, being able to adapt, being able to react, being able to change, being able to be fluid, to be flexible, to hop onto the next trend, to not hold on too tightly to things that need to be let go will actually serve you so so well i mean who knows right i hope you've enjoyed this episode i would love to hear from you in the comments or in my free group always please do subscribe download do your thing and i will look forward to speaking to you again soon If you're loving our pretty podcast, come on over to Social Pretties, our online safe house and sisterhood community. It's a safe space where female entrepreneurs connect and thrive in a warm, welcoming fold of pretty amazing women. You'll find an easy redirect in the description and I can't wait to see you in there. As depending on where you're listening right now, we would love it if you would click subscribe or follow so that you can be the first to know when our new podcasts come out.